Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Hey, all my brothers and sisters in Geekdom. Welcome to episode 197 of Geek Soul Brother and the Nerd Venoms. I am Geek Soul Brother. And today we had a special treat. Uh, we got to interview Maya Click, a woman that has been working tirelessly for the past couple of years uh, in making a Storm fan film. It's called Rain, a fan film without Storm. And uh, she came on the show to tell us how the process was going and how she got started and the love of Storm, a particular version of Storm. And, um, and, and and what she expects from it. And she also gave some inspiring stories that I'm sure will touch you. Um, hey, hit us on the blog, geeksoulbrother.com, and uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher. And uh, we always appreciate a, a comment or, you know, rate. Definitely subscribe to us. Just to remind you guys that this is an adult show, this language, every now and then. So just be aware of that. And, um, uh, yeah, just enjoy the show. You guys take care. Peace. That's awesome. Tyson and Sagan. That's good. <laughs> All right, well, it's 10 o'clock. Let's, uh, let's go with the show. You guys ready? Everybody ready? I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dalek. Your enthusiasm inspires me. <laughs> You leave Eeyore alone. Actually, I have to be really quiet tonight because I have other people in another room, so I have to be low enthusiasm this evening. So So basically, you'll be dead. I will be dead. Okay. (laughs) We're ready. Three, two, one. Hey, brothers and sisters out there in Geekdom. I'm Geek's old brother. I'm here with my nerdy Venoms. And we're coming at you live from the Cosmos, bringing news and reviews from the little school here. Spray a little Afro sheen on the school, put a little funk in the file from here. On Tuesdays, which is today, we focus on movies and TV shows and special topics. Uh, come join us at 10 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday for some good old nerdy fun. And check out my blog, soulbrother.com. You can find uh, movie reviews and trailers thoughts on things in the geek universe and uh find us on facebook twitter and google plus and if you want to follow your nerdy news find uh five nerdy venoms it's f-i-v-e nerdy venoms on google and twitter and definitely the private and the rest of the rest of the nerdy venoms they always deliver some good news so keep that going and uh, if you have any questions or comments, email us at geeksoulbrother at gmail.com. And for you guys that are listening, we have a special treat tonight. We got we got Maya Glick, who is the star and creator of uh, uh, Rain, a fan film about Storm. Maya, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Let me just introduce the Nerdy Vems real quick, and then uh, we're going to get get into some uh, questioning about this uh, th- this fan film that you got going on that everybody's everybody's all raving about. <laughs> so on the call, we got the private. Man. That that's it. All right. Yeah, that's all, all right. I have for that. That's all I have. Unenthusiastic vote. Man. <laughs> we got Man. uh. We also got M Dog on the call. Just sweet M Dog. <laughs> we got. I'm gonna uh, make this issue about me. You gonna yeah. make it about you? And that was M Dog's an inappropriate moment for the night, folks. <laughs> oh, there'll be more. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, actually. <laughs> we got a uh, Tobuan Kenobi. Remember, kids, it is very important to always get your pets spayed and neutered. Otherwise, it may lead to unstable behavior and unauthorized breeding. Uh, I, I miss my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's hilarious. I have to hold it in. We <laughs> we also got a uh, luminous on the call. Blessed be the Holy Church's marvel. Say Amen. All hail Hydra and the Blessed Virgin, Agent Coulson. <laughs> hail Hydra. <laughs> and we got uh, yeah, well, JD's kind of quiet. JD's on mute, so we got oh. JD, aka Twitterella, and uh. We also have Sharita. Who's to, always on mute. Who's always on mute. <laughs> and of course, we got our cousin from anim- Animation Revelation. We got Lord Dalek on the call. I'm ready, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We we'd like to get on with the show, but that was cool. That was cool, Dalek. Um, so Maya, welcome. Yes. Welcome Thank to you. the show. Really appreciate uh, you. Dalek, I gotta ask you since you just played Lagrange, are you in Texas or from Texas? No, I'm from California. Oh, okay. So that was unauthorized use of a of a unauthorized. I'm in Texas. So I, just, I have to ask. Oh, unauthorized! Wow. <laughs> top shot. We we in Texas we take our our uh, random ZZ Top usage very seriously. So. My, you discovered wow. the se- one of the secrets of this podcast is the whole thing is unauthorized. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm doing a fan film, so I'm all about unauthorized. Do your entire show, yeah. So let's get into it, man. Let's get let's get into a fan film. Um. Uh. What? What? Before I even ask you about the film itself, what started you on your road to geekdom, especially uh, with the X Men? Um. Okay. How do I do this in like two hours or less? Um, <laughs> well, when I was a kid, as I think a lot of um, us geeks experienced, when I was a kid, I was the outcast. Um. In my case, it was a lot of things. I was the youngest in my family, and then I ended up going to an all-white school, and um, 
And just for a lot, of, I was an oddball in just about every possible way. They started me in school a year early, so on top of being the only black kid, I was um, a head shorter and a year younger than everybody. I was a sore thumb. I just I didn't I didn't belong. I was a mutant basically. Oh. And um, so my first geek love um, was Star Wars, first and, and still. Um, Wait, how did you get introduced to Star Wars? Did you actually oh, go to the theater? Just, it was just there. I mean, I, I was probably five or so when the first one came out, and that's okay. just one of my my earliest memories is of of standing in line and seeing this this movie, and it just had a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and that became like most little kids, especially outcasts, I think have um, you know an imaginary friend or whatever that they talk to. I had an imaginary spaceship. I went a little bit further, and so. The, I basically I lived on the Millennium Falcon as a child. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. And, um, and it, but it was the Millennium Falcon in my the way I pictured it. But inside it was probably more like the Enterprise because it was huge. It was just like endless. There was like different like you know rooms and all the people that I wanted to know lived on the Millennium Falcon with me. That was my imaginary world. It's bigger and, on the inside. And yeah, yeah. And so um, so Star Wars was my main. And still, still is. That was my my world, right. um, in my imaginary world with my with my action figures. Star, uh, Darth Vader and Princess Leia were my parents. This was in the beginning. I didn't know that that was his kid, you know. So it, it wasn't weird to me until later. Don't but, watch uh, that. <laughs> 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 but, very twisted family sort of thing. But yeah, so even as a kid, like even in the Star Wars universe. Um, of course, being a little black girl, I I didn't see myself anywhere. I mean, it was aliens, but everybody was still a white guy somehow. Right. Um, and um, white guys and robots and Wookies. Right. And Lando, but but you know what I mean. And so Lando. like there was still something missing, of course. But but after a while, you just kind of take for granted that that's just what heroes look like. That's just what they are, and that's fine. Um, and then at some point. I was aware of the X-Men. I was aware of Storm, you know, as I got older. But um, the way that she looked, classic Storm, the way that she looked never really grabbed me. Uh, Most female superheroes, um, even just for practicality purpose, the way that they dress never turned me on. I was never offended by it or anything. It just wasn't interesting to me, the whole, like, bustier and and hooker boots. just doesn't seem practical to me. Like, if I'm going to go fight crime and and kick ass, I'm not going to put on the spikiest heels I can find and take my ass out. Are you you sure? Because that seems... uh... (laughs) Is that what we do? No. I mean, if you're going to go to the club or you got some other kind of, you know, crime to fight, that's your business. But I'm saying, like, if I need to, like kick some actual ass, then I'll probably will cover my own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Like, oh. It's kind of badass. Like, if you're so much of a badass, you don't even need to wear pants. Maybe there's something to that. But anyway, so Storm, the way that she looked classically, you know, I, I was aware of her, but... Um, but I was never hooked, you know, like even the way that she was drawn, you know, I, I knew that she, there was a black X-Men, you know, character. She didn't really look black to me, you know, she just was kind of another like sexy kind of background cheerleader girl. Yeah. And then when I saw her with the Mohawk for the first time, I remember um, 
I was, I remember vividly, like the way that people have visions of the Virgin Mary. I remember this moment vividly because mm. it changed my life. Um, I was in a mall or some such place walking past a movie theater and the movie theater had an arcade in it and I walked past a video game. I wasn't into vi- I wasn't really that into video games. I wasn't really that into the X-Men. But I walked past this video game that was obviously an X-Men video game. And the whole side of the game that was against the glass facing me was an image of this woman who was black. She was wearing leather pants. The pants were key. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and she had a mohawk. She had light for eyes. And she was surrounded by lightning. And in that moment, I remember I didn't know who she was necessarily right away. I didn't really put it together. But just the image, just the the artwork, it was clear to me that she was some kind of uh, badass. She was a superhero. And she was like me. She looked like – I didn't look like that when I was 10 or 12 or whatever I was, but I wanted to. (laughs) And and I just immediately – like my place in the universe shifted when I saw – that image of that character and I fell in love I fell in love with her and and this is how powerful artwork is because just taking a woman and making her so different from not only other female superheroes and other black women and, and any other black woman that I had ever seen represented but she was just different from everything which to me that's what mutants are you know and right. and and so I instantly related to her. I instantly wanted to grow up to be her. I instantly wanted her to come to school with me and kick everybody's asses that were messing with me. Like, she just was everything. She was everything to me immediately. Mm. That's right. Yeah, that's right there. I th- I'm sure I remember that particular um, that particular comic, uh, those covers where she came yeah. out with the mohawk and stuff and Oh yeah, like the, the life death in her storm. Oh yeah, life death is is still um, one of my favorites. In fact, life death um, images from life death inspired uh, the story that I wrote, which became Rain. So, um, so obviously you got into comics because a, a lot a lot of people, a lot of the younger generation, um, their introduction to the X Men were was the uh animation mm-hmm. the early night but but obviously you got into the comics earlier than that so that's cool that's cool you got that genuine love <laughs> i did i have the genuine love but again like it was it was kind of that specific era of mm. her it's like i think the x-men and this is true with a lot of comics it's like a band you know like there's some people that you know have like every version of every album that ever came out and the b-sides and the bootlegs and all that and then there are some people that it's like, you know, I like this character, like these three albums, you know, right. like I can tell you everything about those particular albums, but I don't necessarily know everything about every band. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, no, because know. that was a that, that was a shift in Storm's oh, yeah. character and the t- and the um, how can I say it? The, the, the flavor of Marvel itself. Yes. When they start playing around with a lot of different characters, um, off and on. I mean, at different times and stuff. And it was just Storm's turn. Right. And they've said stuff. since, you know, um, Paul Smith has said since that that whole look was originally meant as a joke. That yeah. um, 
when that there was some personal story of his his when you see her first come out with the mohawk like she shows up she's been away in japan and then she shows up at a wedding um and kitty pride sees her and freaks out and cries and runs away because she hates her hair so much mm-hmm. and it's just and it's it's funny but um and that was supposedly some reference to something that had happened where like the artist had a beard and then he shaved his shaved it off and then his daughter freaked out and cried and so it was a reference to that. Oh. <laughs> it was it was meant to be a joke. Um, they were calling it like because uh, they said that it was time to change her hair, change her look, and so he put this like he called it a Mr. T look that he was giving her a Mr. T look, and it was meant to be a joke. Right. And you know it's like it was a joke to you, but it changed my life. So haha, there's you know. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And and the image itself also uh gave light to like a black character doesn't have to be running around with straight hair or an afro or you know something like that or they don't have to be dressing modest or dressing in bell bottom you know whatever um they could be you know have different looks different backgrounds i think to me and i'm a little bit older than you maya well a lot older (laughs) A lot older than everybody. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, the the storm's image was uh, it 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 gave light that black characters could be something different. Yeah, you know, definitely something different. And she's always had that, and they've all, which is why when the films did come out, you know, like her characters, even if it was by accident, even if the Mohawk was a joke, even if she was just a token, whatever, her, her character, even accidentally, even created by whoever created her, had so much power, literally, she's a mega mutant and all that, but just that she's a black woman and where she's from and that she has power but chooses not to use it and all this other stuff but like you were saying you know like the way that she looks it's not just that that black women hadn't been allowed to you know have different looks you don't see any other women at all right whose whose characters look like that like i said like even just seeing her in pants like just the leather outfit itself right there's not another female superhero that you can describe that looks like she's about to jump on a motorcycle and go get in an actual gang like break up an actual gang fight you know what i'm saying yeah like they're they're all very sexualized and the leather is still sexy granted but you know they're very like sexualized with the bustier and the booty out and and everything else um and it's just awesome. Like she looks like a rock star, and yeah. and and a superhero. And what the Mohawk does for me also, um, again, like when she had the long, what I call Barbie hair, she didn't look particularly um, because it's white. She didn't look particularly ethnic to me, also because of the way she was drawn. But with the Mohawk, just with more skin exposed, mm-hmm. it just made her look blacker. And also a Mohawk itself, like it's punk rock, yes. And so there's like the pop culture reference, but it also reads on her like a warrior headdress, you know, I mean, a mohawk is, it's mohawk, the word mohawk is Native American, you know, and and there are African tribes that have their hair like that. And so it just like the way that she rocks the mohawk to me is very African goddess, you know, it's just. Anyway, yeah, that character, that version of that character means the absolute world to me obviously (laughs) (laughs) no that's awesome that's awesome so 
so you were inspired by Storm. You were inspired by Mohawk Storm. Fell in love with her uh, character growing up and stuff. When did it come to a point in your adult age? When did it come uh, to a point where you started thinking about, hey, maybe I should do a little film or something. Maybe I should write my own story about Storm or something like that. Um, it, it didn't really happen like that. I never really said I'm going to write a fan film. Um, what happened was, I mean, I'm a writer, right? so originally my create my original form of creative expression is that I had a band in New York um, for uh, 12 years, and um, oh. and then I moved away from New York. And well, um, what was the band's name? Uh, Mother Goddess. It was originally it was my name. It was just Maya, but then a couple other Mayas popped up. So. <laughs> 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 I'm like a Highlander. There can be only one, so I either had to destroy them or change the name of the band. You should have destroyed them. <laughs> well, you know the Highlanders. Yeah, good. yeah, exactly. Get the sword and everything. Now I they're now they're running around trying to destroy each other, and yeah, even, you yeah, moved on. Even in New York City, it is frowned upon to cut off other other Maya's heads. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, but anyway, so the band was Mother Goddess, and um, and in fact, um, there's a, a a thing which Afropunk, which people now know as like a pop culture website, was originally a film, and I'm in that mm. film. It was it was a film about the black rock scene at the time, and um, but uh, yeah, so but I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was in like 2002, I think. That was originally, um, yeah. The guy who did the film, I don't think he's even involved in the uh, Afropunk thing anymore but yeah afropunk was originally just like me and and this handful of other like you know black rockers in in new york um are in a documentary about the black rock scene at the time so yeah afropunk check that out that's the other film i've been in awesome but anyway um so uh i had i had stopped playing music but i still write all the time i write to to be expressive i write when i'm going through things and um this film was inspired originally by a tragedy that happened in my life. Um, uh, three years ago in December, I had a baby, and he was stillborn. And um, this, obviously, that was that was a, <laughs> a turning point that was devastating. It's something that I'm still dealing with. You know, I'll, I'll always be dealing with that, and I'll always be grieving the loss of, of my son. Of course. Um, but what happened after that was um, such a crash for me that it was, um, if you're familiar with the life death books, it was like losing my power. Right. And um, so uh, there was major depression. There was a lot of laying around. And again, like turn to page one of the life death comic book and you see Storm with her mohawk curled up in bed, feeling sorry for herself. And, um, and just lost and depressed. And I kind of, I rediscovered, that was when I was rediscovering comics at that time because of life death and because I was feeling how she looked. And so it became an escape, you know, like mm -hmm. that image, the image on the first page of life death of Storm curled up in bed and, and the image is upside down and she just looks so pathetic and broken became my favorite drawing in the world because I think because I knew that she was going to be okay. Yeah. I wanted to just curl up inside of that picture and become her so that I would know that maybe somehow I was too. Mm. And so that image, um, 
the story is an original story that I wrote, which became Rain, but it was very strongly inspired by that image of her. So it's a picture of her where she looks sad and, and lost and she's naked and, and she's powerless. And the first and the caption at the top of the uh, drawing says, once upon a time, there was a woman who could fly. And that's the only words on the page. And it just was really, really powerful. And it inspired me to write. And I just kind of started writing like how I was feeling and what I was going through. And um, fast forward a couple years, and I know this is another topic, Geek Soul Brother, that you're interested in, but my therapy after I lost my son, a lot of people were saying I needed therapy or I needed to talk about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't want therapy. I wanted to kick shit. I wanted to break things. I wanted to hit people in the face. Yes. So what I did is I started uh, taking an MMA class. Um Yes, and, and it was through that class and through studying martial arts that I started to heal and that I started to find power and strength again. And that sent me on this journey where I went through a physical transformation and I became stronger physically than I had ever been. I started to do the Spartan race. I got really into like fitness and all of this stuff. And... Um, just as part of that, separate from comic books, separate from everything, part of my, like, you know, re-empowering and, and going through my transformation, mm-hmm. I shaved the sides of my head. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I did that and when people were seeing images of me, like, doing the Spartan race and climbing ropes and working out and stuff, people started to call me Storm. And I was like, huh. I would have. <laughs> I would have been like, yo, Storm's in this race, yeah. Yeah, and so um, – and so there were things that I had been writing and then like images that I was seeing of this kind of new version of myself. And I ended up just organically, this story came together and I wrote, it wasn't like, I'm going to write a fan film now. It was just, I needed to write something for myself about right. going from powerlessness to power. And I needed to write a tribute to that character. And I needed, I just needed something. So I wrote the story and then at some point I posted an image of myself as her and it went nuts. My Facebook page just blew up and somebody posted, you need to kickstart this shit. You need mm. to get this on Kickstarter immediately. And so it kind of went from there. Like it wasn't really planned out. It was just an idea that I had. And also, of course, there's this huge gap where, you know, I love superhero movies I love mm. Batman as much as the next guy, but he's had like 57 films now. And, oh, you know, oh, there's one more, 58. 58? Yeah. 58, yeah. 58 now, yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> there's, there's Batman, there's Spider-Man, there's Iron Man, there's Superman, there's Thor-Man, there's, you know, yeah. everything man. And then just I placed out there in the universe this idea of, you know, what if – what if this version of this character, what if she had her story told and people freaked out, people freaked out and jumped all over it. And it was really the community that grew up around it mm-hmm. and, and their interest in it is why it's happening. Right. Right. Well, first of all, my, um, uh, you know, all, all of us are, are, you know, our condolences to your loss, of course. Thank you. And, um, you know, you, your journey and the direction you chose to gain courage and to gain um, to gain your strength back is, I think that's inspiring because you, you're right, Maya. Um, some people, yeah, therapy is fine, but but some people need to find their own road 
or their own path to uh, their strength again. And uh, yeah, I'm glad. I, I'm glad that this is, you know, not only for the film and everything, but but for yourself mostly. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you found that path and that road to uh, to uh, find that inner strength. You know, to find that uh, inner strength that you you were looking for and stuff. And yeah, of course, it's a battle. Of course, it's definitely a battle. Um, so, so, so you did the Kickstarter, right? How did that go? Because it wasn't successful, but how, like, how did that feel when you saw that, um, you know, that it was, it was starting to generate money and it was starting to, you know, come close to the end and, you know, how, how, how did that feel? Um, it's felt, it's, <laughs> It felt like a lot of things. It's it's it was awesome. It was terrifying. It's a lot of pressure. Um, I mean, it was it was great to know like wow, people threw money behind this. But then once that happened, it kind of became like now I ha I mean, not that I was planning on on making some nonsense, but you know what I mean. Like once complete strangers have given you. You know, some people a couple bucks, some people a couple hundred bucks mm. at a time. Then it's like, oh, we've got to do something real. And, oh, you know, shoot. people are, are posting. And the reason that people were doing that, they're posting stuff because everybody was disappointed in the films. Everybody is starving for a powerful character like this. Everybody is starving for this kind of representation. And not even, you know, not even that it's just black women or whatever who are interested in it like people are just starving for something else people just love that version of her and want to see her represented so it became like you know people saying like okay we need you <laughs> to, to fix her right, <laughs> right. and so that's a lot you know that's a that's a, a tall order and um okay maya <laughs> we need you to give us a storm that we always wanted yeah, and nobody and else would give us. And that's awesome, and that's what I want to do, and that's what I think we're doing. But again, it's like you know, if this was all my friends, if this was all just like people that I know, and I knew that whatever I would do, they go like, "Yeah, that's awesome. You're awesome. Good job." But this is, I mean, this is the internet, right. you know. Right. <laughs> whatever I do, it's there's you know the loudest people out there are going to be the people that hate, and so that's fine. But but yeah, I mean, like the Kickstarter, the, we actually did two Kickstarters. The first one that we did um, was uh, I got $10,000 together, which to me is a lot of money. And then the production crew that I ended up working with um, saw the script that I wrote and they were like, that's a lot of money, but the script that you wrote needs a lot more money. You mm -hmm. know, they told me that I wrote at bare minimum a $50,000 script. Mm. And I. I didn't mean to do that. You know, I was just writing a story. <laughs> right, so, right. Um, and, it, you know, we had to cut a lot of it out and we had to, you know, make some changes and all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the Kickstarter was hard work. I mean, it's basically begging people for money for a month at a time and, you know, having to advertise yourself to strangers and having to constantly, like, all day long, every day, Mm -hmm. keep people interested and interested enough that they don't just like share and retweet and repost, but they actually pull their credit card out and get involved. And that's hard. That's yeah. hard to do. I have nothing to show for it. These people don't know who I am. They don't know, you know, have I been in any other, any other films? No, it's just out of their excitement for, 
you know, the idea of this character coming to life that people gave us so much. And so, I mean, yeah, it was awesome, but, but it's also terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I'm sure it's terrifying because, yeah. like you say, the people start giving you money like, oh, shoot, we can't just make a a little thing with some some you know, iPhone special effects on it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> some mess like that. Do you guys have any uh, questions? I got more questions, but I don't want to leave you guys out. She already answered the one I had, so I'm clear. Oh, okay. Yeah, she already answered a lot of the questions already. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so good at this. I wasn't even prepared to answer many questions anyway. <laughs> oh, God. So That's hilarious. So, so Maya, how how did you come across the uh, shooting crew that you finally chose? Um, well, I'm in Austin, Texas. Again, like I spent a lot of time in in New York City, is where I had all of my creative years, mm-hmm. and um, so all of the creators that I know, all the musicians and artists and and stylists and designers and and all of those people who I know personally are in New York or in California or, or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. In Austin. I, by the time I got to Austin, I'm, you know, I'm not a social. I used to be a bartender and I used to be in bands and all that when I was in New York. Here, I'm a little bit more of a hermit, so I don't know a lot of people. So I really just had to kind of Google around um, and just start asking, you know, like who I knew that was into film. I originally thought my husband's a photographer, so my original idea was much smaller. It was just this kind of, you know, like I like to play dress up. I like, you know, again, I had just gone through this transformation with the martial arts and everything. I like to have my picture taken. And so he has a nice camera and I thought we'll just do some kind of cool video thing one weekend mm-hmm. and, um, and that'll be it. Wouldn't that be cool? And um, and then when I figured out it's going to be a thing with a story and locations and, and, and costumes and all that, I started to ask around through the people that I knew but again once people saw my script they were like "Mm, I don't know and so I had to just kind of look things up and I ended up um, there was a couple different film crews that I talked to and they had a couple different ideas and um, you know I I ended up finding this Alice in Wonderland short video thing that the the filmmakers happened to be here in Austin that was another thing I kept finding films that I liked but most people who are filmmakers live somewhere else, and I needed mm-hmm. people who were local. And I found this really cool Alice in Wonderland short that I loved, and it was kind of dark and spooky, but fantasy. And I went down that rabbit hole and just looked at the credits and Googled the names and, and um, ended up finding Zane Rutledge, who is the uh, director. This film has two directors a producer, there's a, a, an action, a second unit director, a stunt coordinator. Like, it's so much bigger than I ever... I thought it was just going to be me, some friends with a camera, right, you right, know? Right, right, You know, but we ended up... It's a, it's a film. Like, the, our first day of shooting, I showed up, and there was this truck outside, and I thought, like, oh, somebody else must be filming here, because that's a proper, like lighting crew that's showing up you know right. and they were there for us there was like a staff of people that i didn't know that were there for our film it's it's really it's really incredible but um yeah so zane and jeff are are my directors and um we've been working on this thing for over a year now just like pre-production and we did a lot of rewrites and um just making sure that that we shared a vision so that I would be able to ideally kind of let go and just perform. Um, 
And the way that it's turning out, I actually just a couple days ago saw the beginning of the film. It's still a rough edit. We still have more to film. I know that's another question that everybody has is when is it going to be done? Mm -hmm. um, we've got a little bit more to film. We filmed at the very end first, back in August, at the end of August. Um, and then we went back and filmed the beginning, and now we have to finish by shooting the middle. Um, but just a couple days ago, I got sent a rough edit of the opening of the film, basically the first two scenes, and it's it, 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 it was real, wasn't it? It was real. It was, <laughs> it was this thing, you know, and we've been working on it, and I've been frustrated about it, like, oh, we got to get back on set, and we got to whatever. And when you're in it, you don't really see what's going on, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been posting the pictures and whatever and, and talking about it. But to see the film and, like, hear it with music and sound effects and stuff, it was – I – I watched it and then I watched it again and then I watched it again and then by about the hundredth time, <laughs> you know, um, I mean it's 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 very emotional experience because you know it's beautiful. I mean it's really I am the hardest critic of this thing because of course I want it to be better than anybody else does. Yeah. But it's really coming together beautifully. You know, like I can't see anything wrong with it yet. You know, That's and awesome. it's just. It's just going to be so awesome. I'm so 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 excited, and um, I mean, we, we're probably not as excited as you, but <laughs> but we are excited. We're definitely. Well, well, it is her project. Of course, she would be more excited than the rest of us. I hope so. <laughs> but the the oh, Toby wants. He's probably more excited because he gets excited for people. <laughs> Um, we won't go there. We won't go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the way he gets excited, that's the problem. But, um... The term is excitable. Um, no, Maya, the reason why I wanted to get you on the show was because I thought I saw an update on your Kickstarter that said that, uh, you'd be done pretty soon. That you guys would be wrapping up everything and, you know, um, and the film would would you you probably have it ready in like a, a couple months or so. So I wanted to get you on the show before uh, before everybody else was like, "Oh, we gotta talk to Mario." <laughs> before you became super famous, so we said we knew you before then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like like every fan film producer becomes super famous after their stuff drops. No, I mean it's definitely. Nah, man. Nah. Yeah. Storm <laughs> is gonna drop. Storm's going to drop. It, that, I mean, I, I feel like it's definitely something very special, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely, for again, for me anyway, because, again, because of what I went through, this, and I was I was telling my, my team this just today, like, I, when I watched the beginning of the film, I was getting really emotional, and I couldn't quite put my finger on why, mm -hmm. and then I realized that part of it is just seeing it come to life is what... I miss about, you know, like the creation of life when you're pregnant and when you have a baby, it was like that, that's something that I've been missing. Like being able to see my creation on screen is like what it was like to see your child on an ultrasound, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it's that powerful to me. Is it going to mean that much to everybody else? No, but I think that it's definitely, there's so much soul in this thing, you guys, there's so much heart not just from me but the crew has they're doing this for love like yeah we raised money but it went all to set building and insurance and gear that had to be rented and mm -hmm. all of these other things so really you know there wasn't a whole lot of pay 
There was nobody got paid. My directors and you know they're doing all the editing and all of this stuff that they're doing is out of love, you know, and it's just and and again knowing that you know, I, I try not to expect too much, but they're still, every time I see clips, I try not to expect much because I feel like they're working for free, but they blow my mind every time. It's right. so much bigger than even my wildest dreams of what it could have been. Are, so, they, are they comic fans also? Um, I know that Zane is. I'm mm-hmm. not sure about the other guys. I know that Zane is. Zane and Jeff are kind of like yin and yang. Um, mm-hmm. There's like the conservative guy and the liberal guy, and, you know, Zane is the... Is, is definitely the comic book nerd. So he's familiar with the character and um, like he's a, I think he's a Wolverine fan. Um, but uh, yeah, so Zane is, and he's the one that I bonded with first over the character and the story and all that. Right, and, right. Um, but other than that, they're just like serious film pros, you know, like I originally thought it was just going to be cast with my friends and stuff like that. And they mixed that and we had auditions, like we held auditions that people came to, to be in this film. So it's real. It's a real thing. And I am, I am out of my mind excited to get this out into the world. That's awesome. So let me ask you, um, have you guys, uh, I, I know you talked about it. What are the plans of like a uh, distribution? Like, how are you? Have you decided, or you, you know, can you talk about that? Like, how are you going to release it? Or well, because it's a fan film. I mean, it is. It's an original story that I wrote, and it, mm-hmm. but it's definitely so. It's not stepping on any toes. It's not anything out of the books. It's not anything that someone else has written. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not a character that I created and it is, you know, um, a, a tribute piece. And so it's obviously not for profit. Right. And so basically it's just going to be out in the world. I mean, there are people who through Kickstarter, um, who are going to get their DVD copies and, mm. you know, the digital downloads and stuff like that. So people are going to have hard copies that they paid for as their contributions to the Kickstarter. But other than that, when we're done with it, it's just going to be, out in the universe it's just going to be on vimeo or or youtube or whatever for people to just see you know i mean that's that's all i want is for people to have it i just want it to be out there um uh depending on how this goes and the reception and and all of that there's definitely more to the story and so maybe we'll (laughs) do this again that's that's going to be my probably my last question i don't know (laughs) because i'll be thinking (laughs) up all kinds of stuff but that that was going to be my next question was um, how will this affect you um, in making films like like do you plan on making more storm films or do you plan on making other characters maybe or um, even well, producing somebody else's work? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I I again originally thought that this was just going to be kind of a one-off project. I do like to, you know, like I said, I'm a musician who hasn't done music in a while, so I dabble in other things in the meantime. Like, sometimes I paint, sometimes I don't, sometimes I write, whatever. And so I thought this was going to be another, like, oh, let me see how this works out. But first day on set, I was hooked instantly, and I am definitely, definitely want to do, like, I want to be in other people's projects. Mm. I'm already writing more. Um, Doing this much work and not being able to profit off of it is harsh, so I'm definitely creating my own characters because that's something else that people have said. You know, like if the problem is that there's not enough strong 
black female characters, why not create more? You know, so Absolutely. I do my tribute to this character and then create other ones is, is a goal. But there's also more to the story that I've written. So we'll see. But right. I'm, I'm definitely going to be involved in, in films for a while, for as long as I can figure out how to pull that off. Awesome. That is awesome. Is there uh now this is the last question. Is there any um, other female character that's really doing it for you uh, other than Storm right now? Right now? Oh, that's a tricky one I wasn't planning on. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. I should have <laughs> sent you. I should have sent you these questions. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fun. Um, I, it's hard to think right now just because I've been so obsessed, obviously, with her for so long. Um, just just working on this story for the past year, you know, it's right. like I've I've been inhabiting <laughs> the character. Um, so it's hard to to think. Like I haven't. Um, hard to think of it. Yeah, to to yeah. like see yourself in another character or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, again, there's some stuff that I'm writing personally that um, that I'm excited about, and there's some stuff that I've talked about with one of the other directors that's that's interesting in my head. It's kind of like the way I was when I was in a band. Um, I wasn't really into a bunch of other bands. The reason that I created music is because I didn't like most music, you know? Like, I created what was missing for me, and I don't like to listen to the radio. I didn't like a lot of, a lot of music. I, I'm hard-pressed to name music that I like, and mm. so I started to make music. Kind mm. of the same thing here, you know? Like, if it's hard for me to come up with something that I like, I'll just make it. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, we're well. Most of us on this call are artists, so we all, we know all about the creation bug, right. <laughs> the yep. creativity bug. Yep. Uh, yep. 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 Um, yep. Um, that that's it. That's about. I, I mean, I could think of questions all day, Mike. <laughs> freaking, freaking awesome and interesting. Um, you guys got any more questions? Anything uh, you got left? How long it took for her to make the film? Like, I know she's still in the process of finishing it up, but like, how long? You know, how long has it been for you? To, um, how long has production been thus far? Maya, uh, that, Maya, that's El Camino. He came in a little bit after the uh, intro. Yeah, I saw him pop up in his red smoking jacket over here. Yeah, it's been about so far. It's been about a year, I think. Yeah. Zane and I started talking to each other last year and we did some test shooting within about a month, but then there was a lot of pre-production. And so it was probably eight or nine months before we started shooting at all. And now it's just, even though there's only a couple days of filming left, it's a matter of being able to get everybody together at the same time, because since no one's getting paid, we have to wait until there's a day where everybody's other gigs are on pause for a second and we can all get together. So it ends up, that's why it's so hard to predict when we'll be done, you know, because it might be like, oh, we're going to shoot next week. And then if one person can't show up, it might be another month and a half before we can all get together. So yeah, it's been about a year and hopefully it'll only be another um, couple months. <laughs> Okay, is um is it um is this film planning gonna be like un under an hour or over an hour? Like I, I don't I um I don't know if it's a short film or you know or a regular length film. Oh no, it's definitely short. It's okay. It's gonna be about fifteen minutes, which okay. is why there's there's more to the story and you know, um, yeah, I can't really give away too much, but 
Um, yeah, it's a short. It's taken a long time, but it's it's a short. It's it's very intense. There's a lot of stuff packed into it, but it's it's a short film. Okay, cool. It's going to be short, any, like uh, the uh, Hobbit trilogy. Like, circuit of film fest, like you know, like you know, comic convention film fest and stuff like that, where they accept fan films and things like that. Yes, and people have approached us again, like without knowing when it's going to be done. It's been hard, but a bunch of people have reached out to me for different um, conventions and stuff, saying like, "Oh, we've got a thing coming up in March," you know. But I don't know when it's going to be ready. So, but yeah, I would definitely love to to take it around. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely got to do that. Yeah, because I think it, it definitely has potential to bigger and better things. You're right. Is 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 it? It definitely could be a springboard to bigger and better things. So, well, my thank you, thank, thank you. you. No, I stay, know. but stay on the show <laughs> if you can. <laughs> if you want to yeah. hang out with us, but thank you for, um, thank you for giving us that story and you, you know the encouraging story and the just a background of of um, you, you you know how how to bring like a little idea with some passion and you, you know you know some strength to it and you know just bring it about thanks for uh thanks for that story thanks for giving us light into the you know like the background of what's about to happen we can we we can say that we've uh we've been there not first but we've been there before it all happened yeah and again like this is all it's you know I'm the I'm the mouthpiece for it, but again, like the reason that it's happening is because of all of this, because of all of the support and all of the people that have been interested and in, and 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 have backed it. You know, that's those are, that's the storm. All of this wave of interest and, mm. and empowerment behind it, and so it's it's all you guys. There's no like you knew me first. You're part of it. Thank you, thank you. So you guys out there, keep watch. Um, follow follow Maya on Twitter. And Facebook, look, look in Facebook, Rain, a fan film about Storm. Um, find her on Twitter, uh, Maya Sakura, right? Uh, Maya Sakura, yes. Yeah, or Maya G, you can look that up. And um, yeah, definitely follow and support and spread the word about the film when it comes out. We want millions of hits. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure is going to happen. You going to stick around for uh, the news a little bit, Maya? Also, sure. also, sure. I think Regine's on. Um, I think Regine's on. Yeah, she's waiting on the call now. Yeah, so I'm gonna let her in real quick. Hey, Regine, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Regine? I'm pretty good, thank you. This is my this is my Comic Con cut buddy. <laughs> this is a girl that knows everybody. If you want to, if you want to know somebody at the Comic Con, just uh, know Regine Sawyer first. The Lock It Down Productions. Oh, wow. Thank you. So, what you got for us? Uh, what you got for us this weekend, Regine? Well, this weekend, um, it's a Black Comic Book Festival at the John Burke Center in Harlem. Um, it's a one-day show. It's from ten to seven p.m. It's a nice long day. Um, there are a lot of independent uh, book creators, as well as mainstream creators that are going to be there. And there are a lot of great panels um, about comics and creating comics. I'm actually moderating one um, about controlling our images. Mm. Um, 
And that's basically about uh, diversity uh, within the comic book medium and diversity from the perspective of creation. Mm. Of how we, yeah, how we, uh, how we see ourselves um, right. with what we create as what as as well as what's in the mainstream. Right, right. What time's your uh, oh, yeah? What time's your panel at? It's from three p.m. to four thirty. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So it's a nice long panel, so we'll fully get into um, uh, the meat the meat of the discussion, as well as have plenty of time for uh, questions from the audience. Right, right. Well, um, last year was pretty good. Like, 2,000 people showed up. I think 3,000 people are going to show up this year. Well, this year, they're actually expecting 5,000. Oh, 5,000. That sounds more like Yeah. Lou, your estimation out of the water keeps going, brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. No, it, it it's it's the. I mean, no. If nobody shows up, it's because they don't know about it. Because it's a it's a great festival. A lot of nice speakers. A lot of nice talent. Uh, great people to meet. Great time to network. You know. And of course, you don't have to be black to go to a black comic book. You know, you just have to appreciate comics and appreciate people that love comics. Um. Absolutely. I mean, uh, um, the amount of people that came, they came from all different nationalities. Right. So that was, yeah, so that was definitely a great thing. And you know what's one of the best things about it was the um, uh, teaching the kids how to make comics. And I remember last year, the one mother that didn't think that her kids' interest in drawing comics would lead to anything. And after she had met all of the comic artists that were there she suddenly realized that hey the, you know this this might actually be a thing you know this might be something to uh support them in so absolutely that's usually the biggest worry <laughs> when i meet parents is that their their child is not gonna be able to make a living but when they they meet us um they're so happy it's like oh my god my child will be able to make a living they will be able to get out of my house and take care of themselves right right um. Uh, Maya. Which Comic Con is this? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Which Comic Con is this? Where is the Comic Con at? It's at the Schomburg Center for Black Culture and Research in Harlem, and Thanks. it'll be um, this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh. Sorry about that. Somebody is breathing private. Yes. What? What's that? I heard I'm a lot sorry, of... I'm I'm trying I'm trying I'm sort of like in and out of a food coma right now. I'm sorry if I anyway. I think you were just excited about the festival, that's all. That's too. <laughs> you so briefly turned into Michael Myers. You know you know what I like? If I mute myself it's because I'm about to go into a coughing fit. But um, we got Regine and we got Maya both tackling images of uh, black women you know either from comics or in comics and here it is you guys coming at 
coming at the situation from different sides and whatnot, but all coming together, you know, cre creating these images, you know, just to uh, put out there in the world. Regine has her her own comic. What what's all what's all your titles that you're doing, Regine? Um, well, I have The Ripper, uh, Ice Witch, and I'm debuting the first uh, issue of Eating Vampires, Blood, Bone, and Sand miniseries. That's right. That's right. So I'm debuting that this weekend. I'm really excited about that. So, so yeah. It's yeah so I'm ready to expand my empire. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's just nice to see. Um, it's just nice to see everybody developing you know their projects and stuff things that they're interested in and also things that inspire uh, uh, people that look like themselves you know basically so yeah that's good that's good well good Reggie I'm glad I'm glad you got a chance to call in and uh, um, and promote the show you know promote the uh, festival it was a really good show last year and I, I uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun it was oh, a no. lot of fun and there's so many people, it was, I, you, you couldn't move. <laughs> Barely move. I know, I know. I, I think they're going to have to have a bigger venue soon. I know. I think they're discussing it. I think they're discussing, or at least maybe have it more than one day. Yeah. Space it up a little bit, maybe. Right. Yeah, I, I would I would have more than one day, but we'll see. All right, so, well, Maya and Regine, you, you guys are... Uh, more than welcome to stick around. We're just gonna uh, go through the news a little bit and uh, just cap the show off. Maybe maybe another thirty minutes. You know, we'll, we'll squeeze into our normal show. But you guys are more than welcome if you want to stick around. Or if it's too late, totally understand. But uh, appreciate you guys for calling. Though. Okay, I'll I'll definitely stick around. Thanks, yep. ladies. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I have a question. Are we going to talk about the Marvel trailer like I'm about to pee my pants? We need to talk about the Marvel trailer. All right. Uh, we will we'll talk argue. about the Marvel trailer. Oh, my God. Yes. I didn't even watch it. I'm going to put you guys on mute. I didn't watch oh, you, it. Oh. <laughs> go go oh, watch yeah. it now. Go watch it now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to bait myself. Children, can we please allow me to the theme song first? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, well, yeah. Let's uh, since uh, since our lady guests are uh, sticking around, let's go to the news. This news coming to you out of Wakanda. I was just about to say. Was I, I was about to say, what kind of beatnik crap was that? I mean, I was like, <laughs> she came out of Africa for the news. Yeah, I got my <laughs> fist in the air. <laughs> <laughs> take it, take it away, private. I can kind of picture Dalek wearing a, a beret as I was playing, like wearing black, you know, like the beatniks and stuff like that back in the sixties and seventies. Be cool, Daddy Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Uh, we begin tonight with the results of the 72nd Golden Globes. Who cares? Who's Golden Globes? <laughs> who's Golden Globes? <laughs> like, who cares? Who cares? Well, unfortunately, some people did. Anyway, 
The big winners of the night were uh, were films uh, Boyhood, which uh, won for best drama for, for best drama film director and supporting a, supporting actress in the drama, uh, and Birdman for uh, best actor and screenplay for a comedy category. Uh, other winners include Grand Budapest, Budapest Hotel for best comedy film, Amy Adams, Julianne Moore, Eddie Redmayne. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson himself, J.K. Simmons, and unfortunately, How to Train Your Dragon 2 for Best Animated Feature. Unfortunately. Oh. It had different. That was good. Why do people keep fronting on that, man? Because, because it wasn't there was the... better. <laughs> there was better, right. Last right. year. Yeah. It's funny, in a perfect world, DreamWorks would be happy to win something, because they've been, what, in the losing streak since the, the first Oscar, but no. Well, people, they... This is like the bizarro year where everybody actually hates the move, the one good movie they made. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for television, the Affair won for Best Drama, along for Best uh, Drama Actress, with the and the Amazon series Transparent taking home uh, Best Comedy, and it also took home Best Actor with uh, Jeffrey with Jeffrey Tambor. Oh. Uh, other television winners include Gina Rodriguez for Gina Virgin, and uh, which was an upset. Uh, Kevin Spacey, of course, for House of Cards, and of course, not not that it matters really, but Fargo cleaned up for best miniseries. You know, didn't Ugly Betty win before for Golden Globes? Because Jane the Virgin is about along the same lines of, uh, you know, comedy and uh, tone. I, be- I I believe so. I think the the upset though was because of the fact that Girls was there and other series that were like darlings and. In, of course, yeah. you know she won for uh, best, you know, for best actress. Yeah. Um, Girls didn't do itself any favors earlier in the year of that whole uh, thing. Ooh. I mean, what's only since confirmed the fact that the Golden Globes are utterly meaningless because none of these awards, none of these films or TV shows will win awards actually voted by actual members of the guilds and whatnot. Here's oh God, no! The films critics, the foreign film critics, uh, oh, went out of left field here. Yeah, well. Foreigners. Well, you know, foreigners. You're a foreigner. Damn yeah, the whole drinker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. Wow. <laughs> Listen. Alright. Oh, uh, go Listen, don't make me go inappropriate on your ass right now. I can do a nine ways to Sunday and make you cry. So try to boost back home, mama's boy. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> See, this is our this is our regular show. Yeah. Yes, yes, we got people that got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, listen, listen, West Virginia, calm your ass. I'm limited to teasing Canadians now. Listen, West Virginia, calm your ass down. All right, moving along. It's our normal show. All right, keep going. Choo choo. Yes. Shut up, M-Dog. Anyway, also kicking off, uh, kicking off this weekend was the uh, Television Critics Association panels, uh, their annual shindig, and we learned a lot from uh, new and continuing series. Uh, first, the news that first the news that many were happy for, Arrow, The Flash, Vampire Diaries, The 100, Supernatural, The Originals, and other shows were all renewed by the CW. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I was so worried for The 100. Diaries. Why is Supernatural coming back? <laughs> no, 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 no. Apparently, people still love no, it. I was like stunned that awesome. the hundred is coming back, though. I was really nervous that they were going to cancel it. Well, I, people love the show. Go watch the show. 
Uh, anyway, Greg Berlanti and crew also announced a Vixen animated miniseries was in the uh, works. And uh, talked talked about details and what's in store for the back half of Arrow and the Flash, including more Blaro, of course, the Diggle actor coining that term, uh, Black Canary, and more. Uh, Steve S. is looking forward to having Supergirl in this roster as per the chair of this network, but don't expect a crossover with the other DC Hero series. Um, uh, I, um, want, I want to ask our guests, uh, uh, Maya in particular, I, I know you hardly have any time for TV, but you watching Arrow or The Flash or something? You know, I'm going to lose some, some deep points. I can this, already but... tell. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I don't, I don't have TV, but I, I watch Hulu. Like, we don't have a physical television, but I, not that that means I'm all enlightened or anything because I spend TV time on the Internet. Um <laughs> So I watch Hulu, which which means that like when people are tweeting about a show, I don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. and and like four months later I'll catch up on Hulu. So everybody was talking about the Flash, and you know there was all these superhero shows were popping up, and and I just like I'll forget, and then there's too many things all at once. Like guys, I just watched the new Battlestar Galactica last year, so this is where I'm at. But anyway. <laughs> Oh, so, so you're catching up I'd love to know how disappointed you were with it then. So, uh, hey, anyway, hey, no, watch it. Was awesome. that yeah, was thank you. Oh, boo, that ending. Thank you. You are oh, the okay. only one that hates it. I, I am not the only one. That show is just misleading and disappointing. M-Dog, you are. <laughs> does does Sorry, Dallas no, also hate it too? Because that's not really saying much. M-Dog, you are a Cylon. I, I like Battlestar Galactica. Don't have me for once. Battlestar Galactica had me fiending. I was watching that show like as as much as I could, but the ending made me want to throw my couch at somebody. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I tried to watch The Flash because everybody was talking about The Flash. You know, I was trying to like figure out which one to watch first, and so I started watching The Flash and I watched the pilot and I was like, "Eh." (gasps) (gasps) yeah, like I didn't, and and I'm wondering like. Is it was you know do you need to keep watching because I know they're not meant to be anything but corny like they're right. soap operas but it was just so it did not grab me at all like at all I ah. wonder I, I wonder that's just Shimon doesn't like that am I missing mm. something do I need to keep mm. watching my heart my heart well the rule of thumb is you should give everything at least three to four episodes because the first four. two episodes. They're trying to, you know, I go for three, but he says four. You got to give them their, their their rhythm first. The first episode is usually rough. The second, they get a little bit better by the fourth. If they haven't caught you by then, I always say screw it. Just, hey, cut your, your losses and go. But if you keep going, it gets better. Like, just oh, the flash is the awesome. Gotta, it's no, really, that's but. The way that people are, that's the way that people are talking about it and tweeting about it. But I watched it and I was like, is it, you know, I kept checking to make sure I was watching the right show. And it was just. <laughs> You know, oh. are, you, are you sure you're not watching the 1980 something version or uh, no, you know? No, it's the new one. I promise. You know what was my jam, and this is how old I am. I think I'm looking for another. I'm not like a, a big Superman fan. I'm not a DC fan, but I loved Smallville, and I'm looking for something else like that. And there seems like there's so many of those kind of shows around, but it didn't. Yeah. So like since. Since The Flash didn't hook me, like, I haven't watched any of them. I haven't seen one... Gotham. I haven't seen... Oh, Gotham. Don't watch Gotham. Don't watch Gotham. Don't worry about Gotham. Gotham's not on the same level. It's not even close. So you're saying Flash is on a, is on a high level. Is what you're saying. Oh, God, yeah. Flash is at a high level. Yeah. 
Well, here's oh, the thing. The guy, the guy that didn't like Battlestar Galactica is saying that Flash yeah. is Flash. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I love the Flash. I have don't, never said ill things about the Flash. Don't don't listen to the sideline over there. I'm about to say hey, I threw no shade at the Flash. <laughs> I, I spoke ill of Arrow. I stuck with it, and I fell I'm in about love to, with it. Flash I'm a, was good things from the start. You're about to get spaced. All right? So. Hey, you, sure. No, you're about to check it out again. It was you're about to get... Watched one episode and then, and it didn't like it didn't I didn't no here here my here here's the thing we all right. got introduced to Flash through Arrow mm-hmm. and I think that us looking at Arrow uh, introduced us to the tone of what kind of superhero show we were going to see on yeah, TV yeah they kind of go hand in hand you know. So I, I I don't know if maybe you should watch Arrow first and, and I think even, you should watch Arrow first. Even first, then yeah. I would say that. even <laughs> then even then you gotta give it a minute because the first <laughs> and Arrow takes two seasons. So. The, the first no it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, I mean to get everything no, how awesome no, it is. No, M Dog just like first half of season one's kinda eh, and then it finally pulls up. That's M-Dog, you, Cylon, relax. You. <laughs> <laughs> Before we change the subject, I'd like to to mention to Maya, if you really love Battlestar Galactica, do not watch The Plan, and for love of all things good and holy, do not watch Caprica. Caprica was good too, man. Caprica was a disappointment. Oh, God, was that shit bad. Caprica was the hills in space. That's what Caprica was. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't listen to that, man. No, everybody oh, told me because I was so I was that guy that was so like a junkie when it ended that you know everybody was like oh well there's also this and this and you should watch this but then you know everybody said don't watch Caprica so I never did. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, there are okay. certain things you never need to watch. You don't need to watch Black Eighty. You don't need to watch Stargate Universe. You definitely don't need to watch Caprica. Caprica had potential, but. Yeah, I think I did watch can... Stargate for a minute, but it was like there was some transition between New York and here where I just wasn't around a television for a while, and and I lost track of things, and I never got back into them. But I was watching Stargate for a minute, and I was okay with it. Wait, Emdal, did you say Stargate Universe? Yeah, he yeah, did. He always does. Stargate oh. Universe was a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that was like the biggest downer of a show ever compared to whatever. Stargate. You had like, no. If it was called anything else, I would have been fine with it. But because it was Stargate, they had like really bad impressions. You have no depth. This is where we need the music, Mike. At this point, you, you have no depth of conscience. <laughs> although, although I do agree. It a was lot a depression people. fest. There was like five suicides in the first three episodes. Yeah, that is is, is pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, anyway, let's finish this up. Uh, they're at the TC- TCA also. Uh, Netflix revealed the premiere date for Daredevil, which is April 10th. So that's when, I'm getting, Net- so that's when I'm getting Netflix at that let's point. Let's see how much M-Doll's going to hate that. Hey, yeah, I'm, I know. I'm looking forward to Daredevil finally getting the, like, and the And they renewed Marco Polo for a second season, which is going to be 10 episodes. So. Marco. Polo. <laughs> It'll just be him and Khan in a swimming pool the entire season. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what you want to see. Hey, I want to see that. I'd watch that show. <laughs> Episode 5. And, so yeah, and, and, and M-Dog is down with the homoeroticism. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh. 
the amount of female directors have dropped over the last 17 years. Uh, a recent study performed by the Center of, for the Study of Women in Television and Film at San Diego State University, Jesus, that's too long of a name, discovered that out of the 250 top-grossing films over the last 17 years, the amount of women directing them declined 2%. To put this in perspective, the percentage of female directors helming featured films is at 7%. So what does that say? I mean, whose fault is that? Well, <laughs> basically that means less... Clearly, she's not directing enough. So. The study took it by men. Yes. <laughs> it's all men's fault. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, J.D. Cool. That was the answer I was going for. <laughs> Obviously, this uh, this survey was conducted by man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Viola Davis is looking forward to playing Amanda Waller in the upcoming Suicide Squad project. Uh, speaking with Nerd Report, she stated that she was fascinated with the character, especially in the situation she was in, and looked forward to exploring the character's psychology. Uh, that and also picking up and firing a gun. Uh, I mean, if anyone's going to play her, I mean, I hate the fact that we can't get, you know, a proper weight uh, Waller, but if anyone's going to play her, Viola Davis is perfect for the role. She's got perfect energy. And it's also looking like she is probably going to be playing the character in multiple films as well. So. What happened to Angela Bassett seeing her, though? I mean, wasn't she uh, it for a while? We, we we forgot about that movie. That never uh, yeah, we are, we are not acknowledging Green Lantern. Remember? Wait, wasn't she? Isn't she Waller and Arrow, or am I mixing her up? No, she's not. No, she's not. You're uh, mixing Waller up now. your black actors again, man. Like, yeah, I know. Oh, he hasn't been around in a while. Yeah, I forgot next thing you know, her. he's yeah. Next thing you know, he's going to say, "Oh, all black actresses look the same," which is going he's, to start fight a riot. Well, he does that all the time. He, he said hasn't that. been around in a while. I forgot who played her. We know. Wait, 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 are you sure Anthony Anderson doesn't play Amanda Waller in Blackish? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, A few other quick news bits. Uh, We have a new Ghost in the Shell anime film coming in early summer of this year. It is being developed by the same team developed behind the Arizo VA. Yeah, no. Starring Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) With actress. Yeah. Uh, Edward James almost is joining Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, he will be playing a, a character that will spell trouble for director Coulson and the rest of the team. Uh, Fox is going ahead with the pilot for the TV, TV adaptation of the Minority Report, so that, that's happening, boys oh. and girls, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, back back who said yay to that? <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were stuck with uh, Almost Human. Pan's Labyrinth Starlet, Ivana Boccaro, uh, and genre darling uh, John Reese Davies is join- have joined uh, Manu Bennett in the MTV's adaptation of Shannara, so that's happening. Shannara? Parents are making a Shannara show? Yeah, where the hell has he been? That's like, uh, this show. That's like a, that is like the show that a lot of people have been talking about over the last couple of months. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's just they got my new Bennett on board. They were like, "Oh, uh, really?" I, I, I haven't heard any people talking and say anything about genres since 1997. Thank you very much. Oh, Dalek. Um, Private's talking about him and his friends on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> he's in a whole other universe. Of course, yeah. <laughs> 
I, 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 I anyway. Uh, and finally, uh, the res- resident, uh, residents in Dubai have a gin problem, apparently. Oh. Not the J.I., not the alcoholic drink, mind you. Oh, the, oh uh, my goodness. The supernatural, yeah. The exactly. kind of problem is that? Yeah, landlords all over Dubai have experienced a rash of fires occurring at their properties lately. All of them have accused gins or genies, as we know them, in the West, of setting the blazes. Uh, yeah, police, police investigating these supernatural arsons have concluded that these events were not the, had not been caused by these evil spirits, but the landlords themselves trying to cash in on their insurance policies. After drinking some evil spirits. <laughs> or maybe the landlords were making wishes, and the gins were setting So they didn't find the a, uh, a copy of Wishmaster near the scene of the crime? <laughs> Wishmaster 4. Oh, ah, gosh. So, what was the one where he was in prison? That one. That's the one they found. What do you mean, finally? What about Hannibal? What? Oh, jeez. Hannibal! <laughs> Spoilers. I'm screaming here. Hannibal! Listen, I didn't want to spend a half hour. You complain I spend too long on the news. I had to cut it down a little bit here. I didn't complain one word. Nobody's complaining. Not You're tonight. complaining now. Shut up. Your your news is fine. Shut up. <laughs> your news length is perfect. He, even with a long discussion on uh, why Maya should watch Arrow. Yes, exactly. And, and our gas at, at not watching Flash. Not exactly. liking Flash. Uh, anyway, for more, for more news and commentary from the Five Nerdy Venoms, check out our Twitter feed at Five Nerdy Venoms. That's F I V E Nerdy Venoms. Or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Five Nerdy Venoms. Again, F I V E Nerdy Venoms. And that is your news for this Tuesday evening. Yay. Yeah. Can't believe you're skipping Hannibal. So mad. <laughs> Never okay. Stop it. Well, there's for Hannibal. He, ate a, he met a census taker once, and then he ate his liver with fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> Don't care about that part. That's good. That was good. That's Perfect. Hilarious. Hey, Perfect. Real quick, box box office totals this weekend. We got Taken coming in first at a uh, thirty-nine million. Not too bad. Not too bad for a movie that everybody thought was ridiculous and didn't need to be made, but. Why, why do people keep giving Luke Besson money? Seriously, please stop. No, do not stop giving, because his ideas are crazy, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> so is uh, Taken 5 going to be him getting abducted by aliens? Because I would see that. No, We he's... have to get to 4 first before we get to 3. Well, yeah. I mean, 4 would be, they wouldn't even have a 4, they would just go straight to 5. Yeah, I would go straight to 5. I'm say. looking forward to I'm looking forward to taking from taking a turn into a budding comedy movie with um Liam Neeson and um Forrest Whitaker in part four. No 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 no. Oh, no that'd no, be no, a no. good Chris name Pratt. for taking for taking a turn and it's a comedy and he's on the ro- he's like on a road trip um with a bunch of weed in his backseat. Or, uh, I, I would I would love to see gonna... him and Chris Pratt do you know, you know, reprise their relationship in on film, you know. It's like going to be movie. lethal weapon, and they're both going to be too old for this shit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Selma came in second at uh, $13 million. Uh Into the Woods is third at one hundred five total. Well, $9 million over the over the weekend. Um, uh, Hobbit is just behind at $9 million at number four. Unbroken's at five, at $8 million. And then you got Imitation Game. 
Night at the Museum was uh, 7th. Annie was 8th. Woman in Black 2 was 9th. And Hunger Games was 10th for this Uh, weekend. Still hanging on. Yeah, still hanging on. Big Hero 6 is still in some theaters. Yeah. Are you getting paid by them or something? Why are you promoting Big Hero 6? Did, did you cash that uh, check from Disney? <laughs> this segment brought to you by Let's Be Top, now on DVD. <laughs> All right, um, uh, Regine, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Did you watch that trailer yet? Yes, I did. <laughs> I watched it. So what do you think? We can talk about it. The new Avengers, right? The new Avengers trailer? Yeah, I watched it. I, I just watched it just before the show. I didn't even know it was out. I've been, I've been Are in... you serious? No. I've watched it like yeah. five or six times. Like, did, not I, even being funny. Oh, would you... you? No, I you, just watched it. You did see the void that I had on Twitter because I was delirious and couldn't tw- even tweet. No one, no <laughs> one cares. No one wants to hear you. I know. No. <laughs> the tiny violin, I know. So what So what you think, uh, Regine? What you think of the... Uh, what do you... You think of Avengers versus uh, Star Wars. Which one are you gonna go see next year? I'm gonna see both. <laughs> I'm gonna see sorry. Avengers first. I'm sorry. Let I'm gonna me... see Avengers first. I, I know because it comes out early, but I, I'm sorry. Let me re- rephrase the question. Which one are you looking forward to more this year? Avengers. Okay. Avengers. Star Wars. Damn right. Uh oh. <laughs> I love Star Wars, but I want uh, I want to see Avengers. Well, Maya's a as we heard, Maya's a super Star Wars fan. I'm a super Star Wars fan, but the last three, of course, were bullshit. But they're oh. they're they're trying to <laughs> what? Did so, is somebody disagreeing with that? Oh, no, I'm laughing. No, I I am. I'm just. I'm disagreeing. I I think the last three were the Shakespeare of science fiction. You said Shakespeare. More like the Monty Python. Thank you. Nice. I'm afraid this is the final episode of Geek Soul Brother. Geek Soul Brother has to go away now. (laughs) Geek Soul Brother's going. Geek Soul Brother's going to get hit by a lightning, lightning bolt. This was going to happen. Lightning, you know, because it rhymes. Like yeah, protect them from this one. <laughs> so, um, so you're looking more forward to my. You're looking more forward to Star Wars, of course. But Regina, you're looking more forward to the Avengers. Absolutely. And did the trailer inspire you even more? Or? No, well, the first teaser trailer did, but I don't like to watch too many trailers because yeah. after a while, I just feel like the movie has been given away. So I try not to watch too many. But uh, the first one had me hooked. The second one, I'm, I look just as good as the first. Like I'm really, I'm really excited about this movie. Shamar, what about you? I, obviously, you're not too excited about it because it won't <laughs> sound at all. Not at all. Yeah. Barely looked at anything. Yeah. And just the, the ambiance, the feel of it was so dark, and just the fact that the ah, uh, just it was just wonderful. And I thought there was, like, uh, somebody was like, there's a Wakanda, and I'm like, oh, don't play with me. Like, don't play with me. And the fact that there might be a Wakanda in it, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's too much. Like, I don't think I can take it. I'm about to pass out and have, like, a geek heart attack or something. 
too much. Yeah, what what well, was what, what was the shot of the girl, the ball headed girl? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who that is. Well, somebody said it might be. I can never. I can't pronounce the name of the group that that uh, his. Uh, oh, the Dora Milaje. Yes, that's what everyone thought it was because I have to go back again because I've been dissecting this trailer. They're supposedly at the part where Thor gets stopped. If you look in the back corner, there's another girl like that. Mm. And I was, and they were like, maybe because um, to me this seems like a mix of two Ultrons, like the like the Ultron where the comic where um. Iron Man still had pieces of him, and he got hypnotized. Is anyone Ultron in the comic? Ultron in the comic where he, like the older comic where he had like a piece of Ultron, and Ultron hypnotized him. So I, but at the same time, I don't remember that Ultron being made of uh, vibranium. I thought he was made of animantium. Ultron in the comics is made of animantium. Yeah. But they but can't, one of the, they no, can't one use of them, One of them, he did have, when he recreated himself, he did have bits of vibranium in him. Yeah, Voltron yeah. uh, constantly improves himself. Yeah. Destroyed, so he's different every time. Marvel, yeah. I think they're all mixing. Disney, Disney, yeah, I think they're mixing two together, two versions of Ultron. Disney can't use adamantium because it's owned by Fox. Oh my God! Are you serious? That's even better than definitely. Yep. That is definitely going to be a Black Panther reference. If I could do the Harlem Shake right now and y'all could see it, I would. Because I'm. Wait, are, are you saying we can't see you, or you can't do it, or you shake it? But you still got to go to the back. She doesn't want. She doesn't want to show us her Harlem I'm Shake. Both. My Harlem Shake sucks. You got to work on it. You got to work on it. Send us some copies, and um, you know, we'll, we'll, you we'll don't continue for you. Yeah, yeah, actually we do. No, it has to go up on Facebook. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Maybe Twitter if it's really that entertaining. Nope. Right <laughs> oh, my goodness. What do we got coming out this week? Uh, oh, on on TV. Oh, I just found that. Go, um, go ahead, uh, Unless uh, the new movie ends up with Giant Man uh, getting into a fist fight with a giant Ultron, it's not going to be anywhere as good as what aired on Marvel's Discourse Avengers last week. What? What? Oh, I, I, you cut out there. As I, um, I just want to say that unless it ends with the unless the new Avengers movie ends with a giant uh, Ultron getting to a fist fight with Giant Man, then it will not be nearly as good as what was on Disc Wars Avengers last week. Oh, oh Disc Wars <laughs> Avengers, that's hilarious. I cannot bring myself to watch that show. It's yeah. a I, I've stayed away from that show myself. Nothing's as good as uh Maya. If you want to watch something, watch um. Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. Oh, oh God, yes, that was oh, fun. Oh, Earth Mightiest Heroes, watch... not not the new, yeah. not Avengers yeah. Assemble. Stay yeah. away so, from yeah. that. Yeah, stay away from that at all costs. But uh, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes is all on Netflix. Watch all the episodes. Later seasons, still later. Last season is a bit disappointing, but it's good up until. Or Young point. Justice, or you know. No, 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 not Young Justice. Not don't do Well, that. you're gonna be disappointed because it ends on cliffhanger, and then they cancel it. So. It got really stupid. Which then you'll be flipping tables and throwing couches. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the finale and... actually starts something that looks like it'd be interesting instead of what they gave us. <laughs> um, go. So, um, out on TV this week, we had an eye candy come on MTV uh, yesterday, I believe, or sometime this week. We had uh, we got Twelve Monkeys coming this Friday, and Hel- Helix is coming back. Kind of interesting. Yeah. In that. I- 
I'm a little I'm a little iffy because I do agree with M Dog about that. It Helix did end a little funny in that yeah. first season. But it was a it, it, it was a great setup. Um in the theaters we got a black hat. Thor uh puts on his <laughs> hacking gloves and grabs a computer. Yeah, Thor um, becomes a hacker apparently. Thor becomes a hacker. The most dangerous hacker ever. No, it's Thor. What? <laughs> we got Paddington, and we also got one of several hundred films that uh, Kevin Hart is in this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, he's making that money. We got the Not wedding. That is his film, right? Wedding Ringer, right? Yeah. 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 He's working yeah. himself like a chava, man. Toby Wayne. No, no, no. Go for your job, good. man. He's not that good. He's not he, he's, he's gunning for your job, man. It's no, the world's, no. world's most interesting chava. I mean, no, seriously. No, no. He's desperately trying to be Will Smith and Hitch in that movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. But he, he's, he's funnier. He's, he's funnier than Will Smith and Hitch. <laughs> he's never oh. going to amount to our chocolate hobbit. Not at all. Sure. Can't fit my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the ferry has arrived. <laughs> a, to- a toast to that. Next week uh, in theaters, we got a uh, boy next door. Uh, wow. Jennifer Lopez gets her cougar on. We got a. Uh, <laughs> we got Mordecai. Uh, so basically, how Stella got her glue back, but the more scary. <laughs> well, yeah, Fatal Attraction. Stella got her glue back. Yeah. Uh, Mordecai, which also, which which says that we need to do a uh, rise and fall Johnny Depp. Yeah, we did one yeah, last. We did. we did one last. Yeah, year. we did one already. No, yeah. then yeah, we, yeah, we did uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did Johnny Depp. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Next will be the fall and the continued descent of Johnny Depp. I thought we did. <laughs> I thought we did Tom, Tom Cruise. I'm sorry. Uh, we did. We did him too. And uh, Strange Magic coming out next week but yeah see right to yeah we American Sniper finally out this week yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, widescreen that's, oh okay that's the movie I'm looking forward to seeing yeah should be good should be good yeah. oh Cake also gets a wide release also not that anyone cares though and <laughs> and, that's, and, that's and zero fucks were giving this night for that movie <laughs> Maya Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you guys again for having me. It's been entertaining. <laughs> oh, come on if, back now, you hear? If anything, we're entertaining, right? <laughs> and a little scary, I know. Oh, um, you guys don't scare me. I'm well, not to, not you, not not, wow. not superheroines, but other people. <laughs> That's only because you can't see us. Uh, Where are your bushes right now? But the <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you all. The best of luck with the film. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Who knows what the future holds? This is a bright shining future for you. You know, in acting and all of that. So and um, Regine, thanks so much for telling us about the um, about the uh, festival this weekend. Be sure to. For you guys that are listening, definitely uh, you guys should check it out. 10 to 7 at the uh, Schomburg, um, Schomburg Museum in Harlem. You guys check that out. And uh, follow us. Follow us on the show. Follow us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter 
mdog957, Aaliyah underscore she, uh, Howard Toby, Illuminus, Jonathan J. Stone Zero, Reload Dalek, Philarican underscore Uno, Sharita22, and for all your nerdy news, 5 Nerdy Venoms, F-I-V-E Nerdy Venoms, and of course me, Geek's Old Brother, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Everybody take care. You guys uh, have a good day. Have a good weekend. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Man. <laughs> Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night. I'm out of here. Thank you so much. As always. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for calling up. Thanks for coming on. Echo. 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 I think it's actually Toby. Yo, yo, I finally saw the interview, yo. I love that movie. That movie's hilarious. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, hilarious is a big word. Yo, Kim Jong Un, are you freaking kidding me? Dave Skylark, come on. Come on, man. It probably is kind of funny. It's more than kind of funny. It was funny. What do you rate it? I give it I give it four. I give it a solid four. What? What? Yes. We're talking about slapstick comedy. No, in, I, I, yeah, that's true. We're talking we are talking about uh I know we are talking about alchemy out here. When it comes to me and a slapstick comedy, man, this joint gets a solid four, man. Which means for the rest of humanity. It's a solid four. <laughs> That is a three, two and a half. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what the rest of people. <laughs>